Hello, this is Jude Null, and you're listening to the Norse Up Podcast, a production for NKU by NKU, highlighting the expertise of our university's faculty and staff. Joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Clayton Castle. Today, we're in conversation with Tiffany Budd, Sustainability Operations Coordinator at NKU in celebration of Earth Day and NKU's Earth Week. Tiffany Budd is an NKU alum and has worked at the university since 2008. She became the Sustainability Operations Coordinator in 2019, and among many other things, she organizes Earth Week activities each April. Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You know, uh, I actually started this job on Earth Day of 2019. Oh, wow. So that was kind of funny. That's, that is funny. <laughs> so let's start off with some background on yourself. You're an NKU alum, and I've worked here for almost 15 years. What has kept you at the university all this time, and what was your path to becoming Sustainability Operations Coordinator? Yeah, so um, I would say primarily what keeps me at this university is interacting with all of our amazing students. Um, and our faculty and staff, there's just such a community feel on campus. And you hear lots of people say it because it's true. It really is true. Um, and it's attracted a lot of amazing talent to our university. Um, but I really love that about NKU. And that's um, a large part of what's kept me here. And of course, being in my current role, um, I also want to help make the university more sustainable. So that keeps me here as well. And within uh, university sustainability, what sort of activities and projects do you oversee on campus? Um, everything. <laughs> I'm an office of one. Um, so your typical stuff like sustainability engagement activities, um, events, workshops, presentations, Earth Week. Um, we have Campus Sustainability Month in October. Um, I oversee our trash and recycling infrastructure and billing on campus. Um, I manage three community gardens. Um, I manage the elect campus electric vehicle charging infrastructure. Um, I'm chair of the sustainability strategy group. Um, we're currently working on creating a new strategy for campus. Um, I co-chair the sustainability engagement and action group that's actually open to any faculty, staff, or student to join. Um, it's an action-oriented group. Um, you know, we're not sitting around just giving presentations, um, which is good for spreading awareness, but it's more of an action group, so we're trying to get things, you know, accomplished. Um, I also advise student groups and manage student workers. Um, I'm the liaison for the 2030 district and participate on a lot of their impact teams. Um, I work with facilities on lead certifications for our buildings. I also worked on the master plan. Um, I collaborate with faculty and students on sustainability projects, um, collaborate with external organizations, um, which has been absolutely awesome. Um, I collaborate with them on projects um, as well as volunteer and job opportunities for our students. And then another aspect to my job, which um, not everybody knows about and is not necessarily something you find in a lot of other sustainability positions, is that I also do utility data management for the university. Um, so I manage like all of our externally billed accounts and I do meter readings on campus every month and manage all of the information around our internal meters. Wow, that's so much stuff. That was stuff. some of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, during the week leading up to Earth Day, which is this Saturday, April 22, uh, we celebrated Earth Week on campus. In a general sense, what is Earth Week and what makes it so important to recognize sustainability on campus? Um, Earth Week is one of my favorite weeks um, because it brings a lot of attention um, to the environment and to sustainability. Uh, it can be easy to get distracted from thinking about the environment when we're trying to you know, navigate our own busy lives, all the things that we've got going on. Um, we're not necessarily thinking about how that impacts the earth. 
Um, so Earth Week, um, I try to help people refocus that attention on sustainability and the importance of protecting our environment um, by offering events that are educational to actionable um, so they can kind of choose whichever interests them. Um, and it's also a good opportunity to get students more involved with events and thinking more about the environment. So we've had a week of events already, great uh, Earth Week events here on campus. Let's highlight a few of the upcoming events um, taking place over the rest of the month on Earth Day tomorrow. Uh, there will be a hike at the NKU Research and Education Field Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can you tell us about the event and the station itself? So the Research and Education Field Station um, is an NKU Research Center located in Melbourne, Kentucky. Um, I believe it's about 45 minutes from here, um, near the St. Anne's Wetlands. Um, the event involves short guided hikes to learn more about the wetlands and the ecosystem down there. Um, and the event's actually hosted by Dr. Richard Durchy of the um, biologic- Biological Sciences professor. Um, so he would be the best contact for specifics about um, the RAF Center and the, um, the event, but he hosts it every year and I'm happy to promote it for him. What are some um, other ways students or community members can get involved uh, on Earth Day itself tomorrow, Saturday, April 22nd? Uh, so I would encourage um, students, faculty, staff, community members to go on the refs hike, um, trying to help promote that for them because they do a lot of great work down there. Um, there are also so many other events happening around the tri-state area, and I've listed those on the website um, as options for people so that they can go on there. They can check out the NKU um, Earth Week website, um, see the various things out there and choose what's most interesting to them. Um, or, you know, what's closest to their house. Um, and, yeah, so I've, I've listed all of those on there. Um, a couple of things. There's a litter cleanup that's going to happen in Newport, Kentucky, along the river. Um, there's a electric vehicle car show that's happening. So lots of fun stuff. I also saw that at the end of the month, there is a really big Earth Day event taking place at Tower Park in Fort Thomas. Uh, do you know anything about that? I know a little bit about it, yeah. Um, it's it's a huge event. Uh, it, it attracts a lot of people, um, and I would definitely encourage um, folks to go check that out. I think it's on April 30th. Yeah. They're probably doing that maybe on purpose so that they're not competing with all the rest of the stuff going on on Earth Day. Um, but, you know, it's it's a big event. has a lot of um, vendors that show up, um, not necessarily selling stuff, but local organizations that work with in sustainability, such as Green Umbrella. Um, they'll probably be there and just you know, so many different organizations where you can go learn about all the different um, environmentally themed things going on um, around the area. You can find out how to volunteer. Um, I don't know if the Civic Garden Center is going to be there, but they do like plant sales and workshops. And so just um, a great way to find out all the different things that exist out there if you're interested in being more involved in sustainability. And what are some of the biggest ways that the Office of Sustainability has evolved or made strides since you took over? So I'd say one of the biggest accomplishments for me is um, increasing our electric vehicle charging infrastructure. Uh, So we used to only have one station on campus with two ports, so there could only be two cars plugged in at any given time. Um, And a lot of times people would just park there and go into work and leave their car there all day. So it was, you know, um, it was taking up the spot for the whole day. So really only two cars were basically allowed to park there the whole time. Um, And there was, there was definitely a need for more charging stations because I was getting feedback like, you know, that we need more because we don't, you know, the two ports is not enough. Um, so I actually reached out to my network to inquire about, you know, what would it cost and how would we, you know, where would we put them? And I was serendipitously connected to 
um, an organization that was just getting started, um, and it was a perfect fit for NKU um, because of their their turnkey model and how they um, install and maintain um, and operate um, their charging stations. So we partnered with them, and we were able to increase our um, charging stations from 1 to 15. So we have 15 stations with 22 ports. So um, 22 cars can be charging at any time on campus. Uh, we did that within, uh, once we signed on with Electrata, which by the way was no cost to NKU um, based, based on their turnkey business model, um, we were able to get those 15 stations installed within eight months. And there's more to come. And what is something that people on campus should know related to sustainability that they may not already be aware of? So I'm going to go back to the last question for a minute because I want to talk about some oh, sure. a couple other things that I didn't mention. Um, so we have three community gardens. They're they're free to anyone who wants to use it, student, faculty, staff, and community members. Um, we've had um, since I started in this role, I've been improved the gardens so that we have 100% participation rates now, um, and we have turnover every year. So there are openings that come up. Um, so that's a great way for. Um, for people to get involved and grow their own food and learn about how that's related to sustainability, um, local, organic, healthy food that you grow yourself. I've also helped to improve recycling on campus by adding recycling dumpsters, um, especially over in housing. They didn't have, well, they had what they called the dog houses, which were just a little hole cut <laughs> in a piece of wood and you had to like stuff your cardboard or whatever else through there. So it was not really efficient um, recycling, but they now have dumpsters placed um, near all the dorms. Um, and they're, they're being used. So we've improved recycling on campus through these things. Um, and also standardizing the indoor um, trash and recycling bins um, is helping to improve our recycling rate because there's just like a plethora of bins and they're very confusing in some places. And so just having one bin that says landfill, one bin that says mixed recycling, um, we are already seeing that that's improving recycling on campus. So we're diverting more um, stuff from the landfill. Um, and then I've helped um, offices such as housing um, and other areas find um, reuse um, or recycling options for items that they would have just thrown away otherwise. Um, and it's literally hundreds and hundreds of items. So also, again, diverting all of that from um, landfill. So, sorry, I just wanted to plug some of those oh, things. No <laughs> um, so do you want me to go on to the next the question you just asked? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, so something listeners should know related to sustainability that they might not already be aware of. Um, sustainability is interconnected with like almost everything. Um, I think there's still confusion around what does sustainability mean and rightfully so because it is so interconnected with everything. Um, and I'm happy to meet with anybody and talk more about sustainability, but just to kind of summarize for the interest of time, you know, um, sustainability involves typical stuff like energy efficiency, recycling, the community gardens, all of that type of stuff, EV charging. Um, but it also includes um, things like agricultural technology, often called ag tech, um, which is help helping make food systems healthier and more efficient. Um, rewilding, so rewilding of land to take it back to a more natural state, which improves the ecosystem, creates habitat for animals and insects. Um, and even social justice and environmental justice are directly um, linked. Um, for example, hazardous material processing plants are often specifically and primarily placed next to low-income minority neighborhoods. Um, so those 
populations are being endangered from these plants like tenfold more than you know an upper scale neighborhood where it's just far away from any of this hazardous material um and it's the same with like lower lower income developing countries um they're being affected by climate change a lot more than higher income countries um and they they can't afford to bounce back they're not as resilient um so social justice and environment justice are very much linked um and working on improving the environment is actually working on making things more equitable and healthy for everyone, not just some of us. Um, so I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about that aspect when they think about sustainability of the environment, but you're actually helping create social justice as well. Awesome. Well, Tiffany, um, this has been awesome. Thank you for coming on and thank you for talking about Earth Day and Earth Week and NKU's sustainability efforts. I think this is a really important time in in world history for being environmentally um, involved, environmentally smart and knowledgeable about what's going on. So thank you for, for coming on and informing us about the uh, efforts and initiatives by NKU. Yeah, thank you. And if I could just say something really quick yep. in closing, I've had people come up to me, um, especially students, and they say, I want to help, but I don't know how to help. But I don't know what to do. Um, and I want to just spread awareness that my role exists. Um, they can come talk to me. Anybody can come talk to me or send me an email um, and I will help them find what's right for them to do. You know, not everybody is going to go out and buy an electric vehicle. They can't afford to do that necessarily. Um, but there are small things you can do that do make a difference. Um, so I just want to say thank you for having me on and allowing me to help spread awareness about sustainability at NKU um, and my position here. And um, how can people get a hold of you if they if they're they're interested in getting involved? Uh, they can go on our website, um, NKU Sustainability website, and we have contact information on there. They can email me, they can call me, they can stop by. Um, I'm in a lot of meetings, so that might not be the best <laughs> option. But emailing, calling, yeah. Awesome. Well, this stop has been Tiffany Bud, Sustainability Operations Coordinator here at Northern Kentucky University. Uh, you are listening to the North Step Podcast. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. If we're not there, again, as we always say, let us know and we'll get on there. Uh, you can follow NKU Magazine at NKU Magazine on Twitter and all the main social channels of the university at NKU uh, EDU on Twitter and I believe um, Instagram as well and North Kentucky University on Facebook. The Northside Podcast is a product of NKU Magazine, which you can now find in mailboxes near you or on the NKU Magazine website. That is nku.edu, uh, NKU Magazine tab. This has been another episode of the Northside Podcast, and as always, Northside.